Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Blood Guilt, I, Cain, Kill, Abel. We focus on blood guilt, which is a word that is not discussed much. Plain and simple, we can find an example of it. Redemptive Light Shines The redemptive light shines forth in this world. We know darkness cannot comprehend it. The light of Jesus Christ gives life that life is eternal. It is amazing countries like China fear Christianity. And the following are the latest posts on warn-usa.com. Don't miss these posts. Battleground World Report on Classic Warn Radio Series. With the threat of a war breaking out at any moment between Israel and Iran, there are others who want war as well. Hebrews Revelation Series Classic Warn Radio presents this in-depth study in nine parts, all found in this post. The book of Hebrews presents the Christos, the Christ, the Messiah, as the Son of God. Spiritual Warfare Fighting God, the Kingdom War, Part 6 on Sound the Shofar. Spiritual warfare encompasses that aspect of Christianity when we realize that flesh and blood is not our enemy. Although they hate, kill, steal, and do whatever they can to hurt us, the real, in- the real enemy is battled in the spiritual realm. And don't miss our latest Warren Radio episodes from week of April 12th through April 14th. Distress of nations, terrorists, righteous, war, miracles, Christian persecution at Warren Radio. Enlarge thy tent, Isaiah's prophetic book, part 169 on battle lines. He who comes, Revelation, throne of iniquity, part 9 on sound the shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Google Play, Angus and Robertson, and many more. The Rising ebook can also be found on Google Play. You can get your copy of The Rising by going to Dana Glenn Smith, and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now, I welcome in the Watchman.
You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah. It's... Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You know, I can't believe how fast time is going. Me either. I think that's one of our favorite conversations. <laughs> we say it every time. I, I you know, it just astounds me. It I does. Mean, you me know, too. we had winter and we had a lot of weather and we just got done with... Uh, a ton of snow, it seemed like. And then we had nice weather, and things are shaping up for spring. And it's just like, wow. The head is spinning. Things are moving fast in the prophecy range and everything. Um, you know, I mean everything. Even when we talk about the persecuted church, this is our advocacy program for the persecuted church. And uh, believe you me, that many of the organizations which we um, we get email from, we get uh, letters from, many of them are really scrambling to try to get help to Christians and also non-Christians. There's a lot of people hurting around the world. There's a lot of things have been going on. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of threats of war. All of these things fit into rumors you know, wars and rumors of wars yes, and, they and, do. and more. And our hope, even in America, even as the Biden administration plans and plots to bring in their digital currency, which I warned, and, and I know I'm telling you this again, but see, you know, I have to tell you this because I've warned for a long time about digital I told everybody that digital is the currency that it's going to turn out to be. That's what they're going to turn to. And lo and behold, what do we see now? They're trying to do digital. Digital is, we got to stay away from digital as long as we can. Now, everything we do is digital. But see, when we talk about money, that, that's where the issue is because it comes with controls. And even the digital we're using now, you know, everything, the Internet, the radios, everything is digital, and it can be tracked. There's a lot more stuff you can do with this. It's a, it's a lot more in-depth. It has the ability to trace and do more things you can even imagine. So we are in perilous times. We're in troubled times right now. And so that's that's kind of like the situation in the nutshell tower. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, a lot of families don't want to be drug into this. You know, and you have the woke kids in America going around, and every time they go around and they're beating up people, they're stealing things, stores are leaving Washington and California and other violent areas, and uh, they're trying to find a place they can go and raise their family without being threatened. So we are in a mess because the Biden administration and the Democrats who are hooked to Soros, they plan on bringing more chaos in order to destroy America. You know, Tower, it's hard to believe that they would actually do this. Oh, I know. I just can't. I know that we're living in the last days, but you just can't understand why people would want to destroy their country the greatest nation on earth was the greatest nation on earth why they would want to destroy it well there are some new books out that are telling you the truth instead of you know the original thought that america back in 1619 was the original date and we began all the slavery and I can tell lie. you that there's a number of brothers in the faith and that as well as, uh, you know, in the political realm that are conservative and that have written books to this account. 
And the people we're dealing with are so stubborn, so hard-hearted, they do not want to hear the truth. So when you're talking to someone and all they want to do is fight, then that's probably what's going to happen. And so we, we've got a lot of trouble on our hands right now. And, uh, you know, you need to start getting yourself ready for real trouble. Because I can tell you, Biden administration has done nothing to help. Mayorkas is, like, worthless. What is his position? Well, he's uh, in the security, you know, taking care of everything, national security. I think that's what he does. But he's okay. responsible for the border. I wasn't too. sure. And uh, then you have the others. You got the other guy. I mean, every one of them are like, you know, it's really a, a tragedy. So, well, we're going to move on. Our featured uh, post that, that we do every week on this is one that, uh, you know, has been up for a while on our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. And it's foolishness, foibles, and follies. And foolishness, foibles, and follies are all in our cities in America today. It's in our government. We have sheer foolishness going on. It's foolishness to think that uh, we can't secure our borders. When our, our own constitution, which these people ignore, guarantees our safety. Our Constitution and the Bill of Rights. It is, it's totally illegal what the Biden administration has been doing. And it's also totally immoral that the Republicans have been sitting on their butts doing nothing. Now you have a few Republicans in there now trying to do something. But folks, we've had years of this. We've had years of source-appointed prosecutors violating the law. We've had uh, years of all these others that are Soros appointed and, you know, from a mayor and a governor and they are lawless and they're doing things against the law, against our constitution. And nobody, nobody even talks about what they're doing wrong. Nobody can hold them wrong. And, you know, th this is the problem in America. We're so lawless. We can't get anybody to uphold the law. And uh, so you're, you're not in good shape in America today. Your finances aren't in good shape. Your border is a mess. Your lawlessness is atrocious. The people that want to destroy this country, you know, they riot through the streets freely and it's city. And so, you know, when we look at it, foolishness, foibles, and follies, now, I began this saying could roll into any American city at any moment, and that's the truth. But the truth also is uh, foolishness, foibles, and follies have pretty much taken over this country. And there's many citizens that are already filling the cities with this nonsense. And uh, if you're on the other side of the issue, you, you see this foolishness amidst the foibles of the woke and you can't even talk to the woke. They don't even have common sense. They, they pay attention not at all, you know, to truth and science. So these are all problems. And when you're talking to a fool and a fool doesn't want to listen, a fool, see, you know, sees himself wise in his own eyes. And that's where America is today. And so we don't have morality. You know, we do have people that are moral, but America is immoral. Common good, there is no common good usually. Civility, there is no civility. American pride, you know, in the stars and stripes in our constitution, in being godly and civil, that is there, but you got to look for it. A lot of it is pride in sin and rebellion, and every other immoral, godless thing. And that's really what's going on. It's, it's horrible to watch this happening. It is. And it, so it when I was... It your soul. Yeah, it, it does. It does. And, you know, that comes right out of Scripture, vexing the soul. That's what happened with Lot. And there's a lot of thing that resembles it, and... You know, and as I wrote this article, 
I can see that America pretty much has done everything to themselves. And the key ingredient here is pride. And even when you're talking of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, everybody thinks immediately you're talking about homosexuality. But the problem of it is, is that biblically speaking, when the prophet Isaiah spoke on it, the biggest sin was pride. The next was fullness of bread. And the third was too much time on their hands, leisurely activities. Pride, you know, in these things were mentioned while homosexuality was not. It was pride. And in America, we are proud of our sins. We're proud of what we're doing. We're so proud you can't even talk to anybody. And so they stand up in their pride, showing forth their badges of rebellion, and they cling to this. Their mantra seems to be one of the dying cries of generations of Americans that if they don't get what they want, they will just throw a socialist tantrum. Now you can read the rest of this over on warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Foolishness, foibles, and follies. Make sure you read this. Go to our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com, and read Foolishness, Foibles, and Follies. Now, we do have some a special insert here today. You know, Tower, um, this is on the Marburg that you and I were talking about. Yes. And this is uh, something that came out of our talk because as you and I were talking about it, this particular thing popped up from Samaritan's Purse. And they have deployed relief personnel to Equatorial Guinea, 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 where at least 14 confirmed cases of the Marburg virus disease have been reported since the outbreak was declared in February. It's highly contagious, and the mortality rate or fatality rate is 50%. People can die within nine days after becoming infected. And so Samaritan's Purse, we reported on them years ago when they were in another part of Africa um, dealing with Ebola. And uh, so they know how to do, handle these things. And uh, as this thing was written, several members of the disaster assistance response team from Samaritan's Purse was on the ground. Now, the big issue is, is that this thing is going to get out of control. So the three infectious diseases that they're worried about, Ebola, COVID-19, cholera, and then, of course, the new one, Marburg. And from the Marburg, you get severe hemorrhagic fever. Oh, that's just... And that, that is the same family of pathogens that cause Ebola. And Marburg is spread direct through direct contact with bodily fluids from infected persons. And if you have traditional burial ceremonies, it's one means of transmission. Wow. And so the symptoms of it include fatigue, joint pain, loss of appetite, bleeding, and gastrointestinal issues. And so... That's horrible. And that's one thing I like about Samaritan's Purse. Fighting infectious diseases is something Samaritan's Purse does. They don't shy away from it. And the challenge of infectious disease and provides care and relief in Jesus' name to those who are suffering. And so if you want to help them out, go to SamaritansPurse.org and find Infectious Diseases Fund. Look for that on their, on their site. And uh, believe me, the last time we were reporting on on 
that when they were in Africa, and they were the only one there, you know, Tower? Yeah, I remember that. I can't remember what that disease was, but nobody from the World Health Organization, which you think would be there, or anybody from the United States would go over to help Samaritan's Purse. They were the only ones. Well, I think... And took care of that. I think that one was the Ebola. It might have been. But the thing of it is, I mean, you know, we've... There's a movie out there about that. There is. And what Samaritan's Purse did. Yeah. And thank God they did, because the, it could have turned into a greater disaster. Well, you know, and, and by doing that, people can really see how this works. But see the way we are here in America, Tara, Tower, I mean, you know... I mean, look how they handled COVID. You know, many people don't even trust our medical establishment. Well, you know, we him. we know people lied. I mean, and you know, including the ones to whom we're speaking in the White House, telling us you had to have the shot. They openly lied. I remember one particular blonde woman. You might know her name. No, not going to mention it. But she admitted she lied. She had lied about that. And, she, you know, the, the COVID-19, as they had it, it wasn't even meant for what they were doing with it. And then, of course, the Myrna. Well, we've had a chance since then to research it really well. And you can go uh, find Robert Malone. He's a doctor. Very, very influential in fighting this. There's a lot of them. And we have uh, covered them. We have uh, researched them. You know, we get emails from them. We we know what they're what they're doing. And we have a whole bunch though that are liars in all of this stuff. And then with the push for the global government that we see out of Biden, who is making laws as though he's the you know the tyrant here. And that's exactly what he's doing. This government was never meant to be run by things that he decides and signs and says, it's, this is what you got to do. No, this is a country that has a constitution, and they have no right to do that. We have, you know, two houses of the legislative body that this stuff has to go through. And for Joe Biden just to make another declaration and put it into law because he has wild hair or maybe uh, Susan Rice has put him up to. But there's no doubt in my mind at all that Susan Rice, who has been appointed by Biden to help her, uh, is, is close to Obama. And Obama is actually going to be over in Kenya here pretty soon. And he's going to be living there as some kind of an ambassador, probably because Obama, I mean, uh, Biden appointed him. I'm not sure about all that. I'm not even sure I was connected, but he's going to be leaving. But make no mistake, he is sneaky, Obama. Yes, he is. And he has been manipulating things behind the scenes since he was elected and he put in his two terms. So this, we have a vast push, and this is by various powerful people to destroy this country. So you better pay attention. And I'm not trying to warn you. I'm telling you that it's there. I know it's there. And I also knew ahead of time, because the Lord had warned me about exactly who was going to be there, that, matter of fact, I knew that Trump wasn't going to be elected, I knew quite a few things because the Lord had made it clear to me. And I've tried to relate that to y'all. But you see, I can't make you believe. And the, st the next step is you have to walk by faith. You have to pray about all these things. And you have to stand up and you have to declare, thus saith the Lord. You need to tell people to repent. But I got news for you. Many of them are not going to. But the thing of it is, is as this thing gets bad... The one thing the Lord does, he puts pressure on a nation, and pretty soon some of them decide it's better to be on the Lord's side than yes, against him. Amen. So we encourage you, again, to check out Samaritan's Purse and help them financially because they do a lot of good work worldwide. 
We have a whole list of these organizations that we recommend. And so if you're having any trouble, just go over to websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com, and send us a message through our contact page. And we'll send you two, three, four, five of them. Don't send us the money. Yeah, we don't take any money for any of these. No. There are people that donate to WIBR Warren Radio, but we do not take funds from anybody to support anybody else. And uh, when I do these shows, I'm not here begging for money. I'm telling you, rightfully so, that these people need your money and you need to give it to them. Period. So with that, are you ready with yours? Yes. This is Cost of Faith, Innocent Bloodshed. This comes to us from faithwire.com. In the arms of Christ is the pastor's daughter. And um, as this nation continues to process the horror that unfolded at the Covenant School, a Christian elementary academy in Nashville, Tennessee, Heartbreaking new details continue to emerge. Three adults and three nine-year-old children were killed. And among the unimaginable stories, a pastor's young daughter was reportedly one of the six victims killed during the mass shooting. Hallie Scruggs was the youngest daughter of Chad Scruggs, senior pastor at Covenant Presbyterian Church the house of worship affiliated with the school, and his wife, Jada. Chad Scruggs previously served as pastor at Park City's Presbyterian Church in Dallas, Texas, for nearly six years and also worked as a campus minister at Reformed University Fellowship at SMU. Mark Davis, the senior pastor of Park City's, said the Scruggs family is still close with the church community and they are deeply connected to the church body. Even now, members of our church were flying to Dallas to be with them. The impact they had here was enormous. And um, the family had recently visited Dallas after Scruggs was invited back to preach. And Pastor Davis said the Scruggs children, the four children, always seem to have a deep and profound faith as well as a radiance. All four of their children had that radiance. We talk about the radiance of Christ even at a young age. They're gifted children. They really are, but they're godly children. And Davis spoke with Scruggs after shooter Audrey Hale allegedly entered the Covenant School and committed the unthinkable. In addition to hearing despair in the pastor's voice, he also listened to the grieving father's face shine through. I listened to him lament, Davis said. I listened to him also say, we know she's in the arms of Christ and we know he loves her more than we did. And tributes to the family continue to pour in on social media with friends and loved ones speaking about the loving and God-filled nature of the preacher and his wife while also offering heartfelt prayers for these people, or for the prayers for the healing. In addition to Hallie Scruggs, Evelyn um, Dykus and William Kinney, both nine years old, were killed. The three adults that also lost their lives was Cynthia Peake and Mike Hill, both 61, and Catherine Kuntz, 60. So we ask that you please continue to pray for the Scruggs family and all those involved and the loved ones of those whose lives were lost and impacted during this senseless act of violence. Yes, it's, it's just unthinkable that this should go on. Well, you know, the thing about that, you know, you had woke and those who opposed Christians who who condemned, you know, the writing of the story about three, three adults and three others, you know, and 
Christianity, and if you're a white person in this country now, it's just hard to believe. Now, I got a story working for next week written by some researchers who detail how many whites have been killed by blacks in America over, uh, you know, since America's been here, you know, as long well, you as they can You do. don't hear that. You, it's always the black victims. Yeah, you know, and, and that's what it is. And they even have uh, countries that are doing even more. But see, when you have these, three deaths are three deaths. And these were people yeah. that were Christian that were in the church and uh you know so so these are terrible things and when you look really at the face of what's happening in america if i was back in the 60s again or 50s this country would be absolutely shocked at that event the problem of it is in america today we're not shocked no and we have people that don't care. They're selfish, self-centered, prideful. You know, and there is an ongoing hatred against America, against Christianity, against the founding. Well, I got news for you. Frankly, you can shove it. Because I know the beginnings of this country. And Christianity was from one shore to the other. And we were blessed because we were a, a nation that believed in these things. That believed in God. And the thing of it is, you can whine and holler and spit out things and try to find fault with America. But the problem of it is, is that even the Indians that fought America declared there was things that weren't wrong. We were at war with the Indians. And the ones that were even up here in South Dakota. And you can talk about the Sioux and other tribes. They were warring tribes. All these tribes were warring. They would invade each other. They would fight each other. They would kill each other, kidnap. So to say that America was peaceful when we came in here, no. The missionaries got in here and brought the gospel. The missionaries in here brought the truth of the Lord. And whether you like that or not, it doesn't matter. Because we've got people today that are dragging all this stuff up, that are dissing America, they're working to destroy America again. But the whole issue concerning these, th these three kids and, and the adults. The three adults, there were six. I thought there were three kids. Yeah, three children and three adults. Yeah. And so, you know, when you look at this and you bring up the politics, there's people that have been killed and murdered, and you have no compassion, and all you see is politics. You know, I have no use for people like that. I'm not going to argue with with these godless who are on the street roaming around stealing and shutting down restaurants and stores because they have to move on because of all the thefts. See, you rejoice in that. You get stuff for free. Well, that is immoral, illegal, and believe it or not, people who are thieves will not get into the kingdom of heaven. We are facing the largest generation in America to be totally lost, totally immoral, totally without God, and have 100% been trained by godless, immoral teachers and other leaders in an effort to get them confused. We are going to have a generation of people that cannot reproduce, that are not going to be happy with all their gender changes. They're going to have mental problems and suicide and every other kind of condemnation that there is because they have forsaken what the Lord originally intended for mankind. And if you are one of those, you need to repent and get back with the Lord. He can heal you and he can help you. But America, for the most part, don't listen. Joe Biden don't even listen. Those he appointed don't even listen.
Obama didn't listen because he was here with the chip on his shoulder. Well, you know, the benefits of being with the Lord, you have peace of mind amidst all this chaos is going on. You do. You have more benefits with the Lord than any job could offer. And you've got forgiveness of sins. That's the greatest. Because if you have a conscience, those things burden you down, being in sin. Well, our next one, we're in Burkina Faso. And we have talked about Burkina Faso before. There have always been war there. There's been trouble. Muslims live there. Christians are there. And you're in Africa. You know, Africa was hit by Christian missionaries many, many years ago. And uh, so there was groups of, of these uh, Africans that uh, came to know the Lord. Now this comes to us from globalchristianrelief.org, which is actually uh, not a new organization, but it's newly formed. And so it is, its focus, global Christian relief, bring things from overseas. And, uh, you know, the problem here, of course, is they kill one another. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's absolutely mind-boggling that the Muslims believe they have a God that tell them to kill everybody. Oh, I know. That's just... Well, I'll tell you, the true and the living God does not say that. And I can tell you, there are many Muslims who know the true and living God through Yahshua, Jesus Christ. And there's many of these that have their own major ministries winning Muslims to the Lord. We have many stories of miraculous appearances and deliverances of Muslims through, the, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I know, they're exciting. I love hearing them. Yeah. And so because of the war in Burkina Faso, they've had nearly 2 million people displaced. Now this is not uncommon. You know, we were having troubles in Syria and pretty much because of ISIS and because of the following things that happened, a majority of the churches there have been shut down and there's a minimal population of Christians in the area anymore. You, you have the same thing in Syria, Syria and Iraq and Afghanistan. This, these were the main, main areas where Saddam Hussein had power and presence. And when he was in power, believe it or not, you know, the Christians actually could go to church. And they were pretty much uh, protected because the Muslims feared Saddam Hussein more than they did anybody else. So they obeyed. But now, since Bush and his minions all decided to invade and get rid of Saddam Hussein. Now we got a worse mess. Now it's spread to all of Africa. And uh, there's a pastor here, Tawinde. He was in the northern region of Burkina Faso, but he was forced to flee. See, you want to have a pastor there so he can go around and help people. But the Muslims don't like that. So when the violence came in and the war came in, he had to flee for his own life. And the Muslim extremists, of course they come from other areas as well, they surge into the region just like they did when ISIS was roaming around. So now they go in the northern region of Burkina Faso and their one goal is to hit Christian communities. And so, as a result, the believers are abducted, beaten, and killed for their faith. And this is modus operandi here. This is what the Muslim extremists do. And I can guarantee you, because of Biden being, well, he doesn't have any sense. He may be doing this on purpose. I, you know, he could be doing it by accident. Who knows? But it doesn't matter. Because because of Biden and those who were with him, their inability 
to stop what's happening, their inability to come out and stop and close the border, their inability to even control anything is way out the window. Now this old man that's up there that shouldn't be there, should be thrown out, is now trying to make everybody have currency, which is digital, in order to track you and force you to do what they want to do. This is their thing. So it's no wonder that he is about worthless when it comes to helping anywhere else. Now, you may not like this, but that's the truth. Biden and his whole family is even under investigation because of wrongdoing. This is how lawless we are. We should not be lawless because you can't take a lawless nation and help them to solve issues like the one we see globally and the one we're talking about is Burkina Faso. Do you think God blessed this nation just so you could sit on your fat butt and go to church once a week and think everything's fine? No, we, we as Christians should be helping with everything we got and this nation should be repenting with everything they got so we can help these nations fight off these people who are killing their children, killing their babies, raping their women, shooting their pastors, shooting their husbands, bringing total chaos, and they're not just doing it in Burkina Faso. So when you turn around in the next five years and you see Muslim gangs coming in and killing and raping and robbing, well, you know who did it. It'll have Joe Biden written all over it because you're not going to stop it once it starts. And if this nation ever falls like some of these nincompoops want, you're not going to have a dime to support Samaritan's Purse. The major ministries who bring charity and love and peace in the name of the Lord and food and clothing are not going to be able to do anything. Why? Because there will be no support coming in. America will be a mess. Americans because, will be struggling for their own yeah. help. You know. So make no mistake. We're here for a purpose. We're not here just to say we were born in America. We were here to do the will of God and to bring the love of Christ and to help these people come to the knowledge of the Lord. And along with that, we need to be bringing healing, not just healing with a doctor, but as Christians, bringing the divine, miraculous healing that comes with Christ. In other words, we can pray for the sick and they can be healed. There are miracles, but we are so lackadaisical, so set back. Now, we got people in, in meetings and revivals in America, but that does not count right now. That is a minute scale as what has to happen. We need a revival from every direction in this country. We need massive revivals in New York and the big cities. We need to get rid of all the evil influence from George Soros and those who are like him. We need to overturn the evil of these prosecutors and others. We need to overturn those who are releasing murderers back on the street. We need to stand up and you need to take this country back because somebody has been making war with you for years now. And most Americans are too busy, too fed up, too comfortable, too relaxing in Zion, so to speak, asleep on your beds, and you don't know that it's all going to be taken from you. So the pastor says at the beginning of the situation, we started hearing bad men were keep kidnapping people in our villages and were also killing people. It started gradually until they kidnapped our regional church leader. Now you see, this is the way it works, a little bit at a time. We're at a little bit of a time phase. It's not going to be long before it's going to be too late because you waited. He says... It started gradually, and they kidnapped our regional church leader. He was kidnapped with seven members of his church. When we heard the news, the sadness increased that the pastor was killed. Oh, my goodness. And others. See, that's how it is in Burkina Faso. And we see it in a lot of other areas. 
And there are a lot of organizations trying to be, bring help, redemption, health, safety, and the blessing of the Lord. And in this country, as fast as we can write articles and put up shows telling you the truth, there are multitudes of people putting up lies. How can you get the truth out when you have so much lies going on? And believe me, I'm not depressed. I'm on fire. It's time for the church to wake up. We're not supposed to be afraid of the fire. We're supposed to be able to walk through the fire. We're not supposed to be afraid of the floodwaters because the floodwaters will part for us when we go through them. We're not supposed to be fearing people and what they can do, but we fear the Lord God who can kill the body but also destroy the soul. That's the one you are to fear. So if there's any truth tonight, the truth is we are in one hell of a mess. Hell, meaning, yes, the one where you go and burn. Hell of a mess. But God can deliver you and heal you and make a way for you. And I speak health. I speak redemption. And I call for the churches to arise, the pastors to speak up. I call for a massive revival and healings. I call for those who are blind to see and those who were wicked to turn from their ways. I see the destruction of the devil. I see the destruction of those who follow him. And I see the death of Christians who right now are with the Lord after they've been martyred. For there will be a multitude of those who will stand with our Lord. And when he comes again, they will be with him as he comes back to take back his kingdom. Make no mistake, we haven't lost the battle. We are in the midst of it and we're going to win the battle. Amen. We're not here to save America per se. We're here to save those in America. And we're here to kick the devil in the butt and get him out of here and kick every demon in hell and get them out of here in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Son of Almighty God. He is the beginning and the end. And in Revelation chapter 1, he is the Almighty. And in Jesus' Amen. name. We stand on that. Father, set forth thy warrior angels round about this show and protect this show and these words from all those who have speak it, spoken it, from all those who hear it, and multiply this word to go out and to heal and to deliver in Jesus' name. Amen. So now we are... Well, this p Pastor Tawande? Yeah, go ahead. Now he's, after nearly two years without leading a church, but now God has provided an opportunity where he, he is able to lead and pastor again. He now leads a church with over 115 members and has plans to expand. And he said, after two years, God allowed me to have a church again to work for him. This is my great joy seeing that I'm still doing God's work. Multiply yeah. that pastor's and efforts, Lord. Lord. bless him. Yes, and we need more like him. Yes, we do. We need more Christians who want to be Christians. And when I ask you to stand up, don't be foolish. You fast, you pray, don't go by yourself, don't get yourself in a situation you can't get out. Even the Lord himself, when the Jews were wanting to kill him, he wouldn't go into the areas where the Jews were at because of it. He went in other areas. Yes. He told the apostles, when they persecute you in this area, go to another one. There's a note here for you. Pay attention to the word of God and its instructions. 
Yes. These are called the practice of the faith. Let the Lord be your guide. That's right. Yeah, zeal is a good friend, but it can also get you in trouble if you don't have the leading of the Spirit of God with it. So with that, we, well, this comes to us from persecution.org or International Christian Concern. And what this entails is basically, because Ramadan has gotten over, and uh, that's the time that the Muslim world spend fasting and, you know, celebration of their faith and everything. Now, I'm not here to condemn that. You know, God deals and people do make choices to come to the Lord. But the situation here is that in the midst of Ramadan, there is a lot of radicalism. And during Ramadan, there are many Muslims who decide to kill Christians, to attack to wage jihad. Now see, they're supposed to be practicing piety and fasting and adhering to the rules and teachings. But, and they also, you know, have community. But see, the big problem is for the apostates, as they call them. These are former Muslims who became Christians. And they become a major target during Ramadan. So what happens is many of them who are surrounded by Muslims during Ramadan, the Christians will keep silent they will participate with their family so that they're not found out. Because if they find out, it can mean death. Now you see, people can have different ideas of this. And years ago when we began this, I began noticing that there were those Muslims who became Christian, but they kept going you know, back into the teachings and mixing with other Muslims and in their mosques. And they did this in an effort to cover up that they became a Christian. And there's, there's a two-way street here. But, you know, the big problem you have in America... When you go to a Christian church, there's nobody shooting at you. When you're in there with everybody, nobody's burning the building down. Now, see, I can remember when Tower and I first went to one of the, the churches that became our home church. You know, there was nobody there shooting at us. There was nobody trying to burn the building down when the pastor was preaching. There wasn't mobs outside shouting and screaming at us, hating us. See, in America, we haven't had that. But with the border open and the lawlessness we have, you're going to have it. I've been on record warning the church what's coming. No, I don't want it to come. But the thing of it is, is as this article here, and it, and it comes from a good a good organization, International Christian Concern, and it's dealing with an issue that many former 
Muslims deal with. How do you be a Christian and win people to Christ when you're an apostate, considered an apostate, and they will kill you, kill your children, kill your husband, burn your house down? There's a lot of pressure. So you need to pray for all of these Christians who were former Muslims. And pray that God would take care of them and protect them and they would find a way. And believe me, the government, those can punish these apostates. It's horrible. Even kill them. Yeah. And they do have ways of dealing with them, you know. And when they arrest these Muslim, these uh, Christians, and when they jail them, some of these are allowed to walk free if they'll keep their mouth shut and their conversion shut. And they're also warned not to openly attend churches or other religious meetings and maintain a low profile. You know, I'm afraid I'd run into trouble. <laughs> you know, I I am not, but I don't condemn these because, you know, God has called us to be wise, not stupid, not foolish. We're not to be a judge either of our no. brothers and sisters. So support them. Are you ready for your next one? Yes. Okay. This is the God Rescue, and it comes to us from godreports.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a story about some giant soldiers. They were dressed in white, and they rescued some people. Liz Gleam, um, Liam, Liz Gleam works with Iris Global on a farm in Mozambique that helps support the missions of Heidi and Roland Baker. Early in the morning one day, before morning prayers, a woman and her sister arrived at the farm seeking help. She was pretty dazed, not very responsive. They learned she had recently escaped from an insurgent group operated by ISIS. She had been kidnapped and held for about 11 months. Gilliam recounts the insurgents had come into her village the year before and her husband had been killed during the attack and they kidnapped the woman and her one-year-old son. She was an ISIS bride for about for those 11 months. She and another woman were marching through the bush with a couple of insurgents and they decided to take a chance and took off running. They ran and ran and ran and they got picked up by some military. And that's what the woman reported to Gilliam. She thought they were part of the Rwandan army, which had made in, incursions into the, that part of Mozambique. But her description of the soldiers was very unusual. She said they were giant, at least three meters, which is nine feet tall, and they had white bulletproof armor on. When Gilliam heard this from the translator, she stopped him. Wait, what color were they wearing? White, white bulletproof armor, she replied. And Gilliam knew that the Rwandan army wears all black and it does, it does look bulletproof. Everyone in Pemba knew what uniform the Rwandans wear, she notes. Are you sure about the color? She asked. And the color, he replied, or the translator, she replied, the color of the uniforms is the color of milk. Do you know another color of milk? And she thought, okay, she is talking about these gigantic men, but the Rwandan military are no bigger than the Mozambique military in stature. Then the woman talked about how the giant men in white brought them to safety. They put them on trucks and they sent them 
out of harm's way. Gilliam knew there is no military that operates in Africa, especially in a jungle zone, wearing white bulletproof armor. Suddenly, the startling truth dawned on Gilliam. I very quickly realized there's an angelic presence manifesting themselves to those people who are running and leading them to safety. That is a great story. Yes, it is. And uh, with that, we're going to have to get out of here. Okay, maybe we can talk more about it next time. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We love you. We always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. We pray for you. We thank you for all you do for him. May God richly bless you. And good night, everybody. Oh, remember to pray for your brothers and sisters in the Lord and pray for these people that we've talked about. And thank you. Don't good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warnedasusa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Till next time, shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warn Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.